The Holy Gospel according to John, the seventh chapter. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit, which believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no Spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It is Pentecost, which is a very important time in the church year. But before we get to today, we're going to go back about 3,500 years. We're going to begin with Moses and the Israelites in the wilderness. God has led them out of slavery in Egypt, but they have not yet reached the promised land, and they are parched with thirst. They wonder if they have escaped Egypt only to die in the wilderness. Moses prays to God for help. God instructs him to take his staff and strike it against a rock. He does, and water flows out of that rock abundant water, enough for everyone, life-giving water. So now, please move forward with me about 1,500 years to the time of Jesus in the Gospel reading for today. It's a time of a joyful annual celebration called the Festival of Booths. It's a fascinating week-long celebration, but today, we're only going to think about one part of it. Now, thousands, some say even hundreds of thousands of Jews, travel to Jerusalem and to the temple to remember and to celebrate during this week every year. And during the festival, they didn't stay in the comfort of inns or hotels. Even the locals didn't stay in their own homes. Instead, they erected booths little dwellings out of willows and palm branches with roofs that are open enough to see the stars at night and they lived in them and ate in them throughout the festival and Jerusalem and the temple area were full of these booths living in these temporary shelters reminded them of when they had no home in the wilderness they remembered that for those 40 years, when they had no home and no crops for food, God took care of them. They remembered that when they were parched with thirst, almost dying of thirst, the Lord made water gush forth from a rock so they could all drink. And they remembered all this through a very special ritual. Each day of the festival, the priests led a procession through the city to the Pool of Siloam, carrying golden pitchers 
and singing the words of Isaiah 12. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. They fill the pitchers from the pool, and then the great crowd of people paraded after them back to the temple. The water was then poured out onto the altar, while the people praised God with psalms and alleluias, and the people remembered God saving them with water flowing from a rock in the desert. It was on the last day of the festival when Jesus stood up in the temple and interrupted everything, crying out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. Someone described that moment as, Holy chutzpah! And Jesus didn't stop with saying, Come to me. He said that living water shall flow, not from a rock, but from the hearts of those who believe in him. And John explains that the living water Jesus is talking about is actually the Holy Spirit, and that believers in Jesus would receive the Holy Spirit in a new way, but not yet, not until after he died and rose. Luke described that day when believers would receive the Holy Spirit, the first Christian day of Pentecost, so vividly in the book of Acts. The disciples were gathered together, as you heard, waiting in Jerusalem as they had been instructed by the risen Jesus. When the Spirit descended on them, it was like the rush of a mighty wind. It was like tongues of fire. And they proclaimed the mighty deeds of God in languages strange to them that were understood by those gathered around. The living water of the Holy Spirit flowed into them, and it changed them. And then it flowed out of their hearts as they shared the good news about Jesus, and it flowed out in healing those who were thirsty for wholeness, and it flowed out in teaching those who were thirsty for understanding, and it flowed out in growing the church that was thirsty for salvation. The Spirit flowed out of the hearts of believers as they loved and cared for one another, the Spirit flowed in and out, and the church was born. Let's have a what if for a moment. What if when Jesus' little band of followers were so filled with the wondrous Holy Spirit, they said to one another, this is so cool. This feels so good. Jesus is still with us, and he loves us so much. Let's just stay right here and enjoy it together. Send those noisy crowds away. You know, it would have been easier for them to do that. It would have been more convenient, and it would not have led to their martyrdom. But the church would not have been born. So thank God that the Spirit sent them out and beyond themselves in their own comfort, or we would not know about the love of the Savior. We would not know the stirring and the strengthening and the urging and the creative force and the tremendous love of the Holy Spirit of the living Lord. The Holy Land itself gives us a good illustration of this sacred flow of the Spirit both into us and out of us. The Jordan River flows from north to south. 
It flows into the Sea of Galilee and out of it, and it flows into the Dead Sea where it ends. No water flows out of the Dead Sea. The Sea of Galilee receives and gives away the water it receives. It is alive with fish. The Dead Sea only receives water and receives it and receives it, and it is dead. No life can live there. The Holy Spirit, the living water, dwelling in every believer's heart is like that. It is meant to flow out to those around us. We cannot keep it for ourselves. And so as we celebrate Pentecost today, let's turn to our Lord and listen for the call of the Spirit who lives within us, the call to look for the thirst that is around us. The Spirit within us is meant to flow out of us to quench that thirst in a thousand different ways. Think of the families who stay with us through families moving forward. They are thirsty for security and respect and hope. Or think of our kids in Haiti who are thirsty to go to school and for the shoes that will take them there. Think of all the places we serve food where people are thirsty for a meal but also for a kind word. The Spirit flows back and forth as we care for and learn from each other in all of the ministries of our church. And I wonder about all the ways the Holy Spirit is flowing through you at work and at home. It is happening. It is true. Jesus said so. The Spirit is flowing out of your heart, believer, maybe in quiet ways of which you are not even aware. And we can always pray to the Spirit to come and to help us. I ask for the Holy Spirit for help so often, always before I preach, often when I'm driving uh, to make a hospital visit. Actually, the Spirit hears quite a bit from me when I'm driving. Before a conversation with someone who is hurting, when I feel overwhelmed, when I know I need to give more than I have to give on my own. Do you know that feeling? Our spiritual wells can get pretty empty and we can pray to the Spirit to fill them up. So let's do that now together in closing. Let's pray to the Spirit. Come, O Spirit of God. We offer ourselves to your work of compassion, hope, and healing. As you make your home in us, open our eyes and our hearts. Help us to see the thirsty ones you put in our path who are ours to know and learn from and with whom we may share your love. Guide our speech, our listening, our actions. Guide our work and our play. Stir within us, flow through us, fill us. In the name of Jesus, amen.